You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. We interrupt this unimportant audio for an important news broadcast. Live from the DramaPod World Headquarters, this is the Internet News with War and Peace. Hello, and thanks for dropping by and admiring my hair. Tonight's top stories, is my hair real? And can you have hair as good as mine? You can't. Also, what's going on with the Sonic Society? And will the new zombie apocalypse destroy the world? Yesterday, at a local English school for the grammatically ungifted, one of the teachers, Mr. Mike Robes, claimed he was feeling ill and suffering from uncontrollable hungers. It was later reported by survivors he went into a zombie-like trance, started biting people, and created a rampaging horde of zombies. We go live to our reporter, Brian Adams. Thanks, Warren. I'm standing on the roof of a local convenience store, looking down on the rampaging horde of zombies below. What are they doing exactly? Not much. Quiet, Owen. I do the reporting around here. Sorry, Warren. It seems that some of the zombies are... Well, they seem to be walking around in circles, butting heads up against walls, and one of them seems to be kissing a parking mirror. No violence? Not eating brains or anything even... Remotely exciting? Nope. No, I don't think that's happening at all. So they are not dangerous, then? I don't know, but there's one way to find out. Owen, go down there, will you? Oh, no. I'm not going down there. Owen, go down and find out if it's safe. Look, I'm just the microphone man. There is no way I would be crazy enough to go down there. (sighs) Suppose you're right. Well, can you at least check the edge to make sure there are no zombies trying to climb up? All right, but you better not push me. Wouldn't dream of it. Even I saw that one coming. Ow! What the hell did you do that for? Here they come. Oh, my God! What? Tell us what's happening. Seem to be. Yes? Uh, he's fine. They seem to be poking and prodding him, and one even seems to be tickling him. They seem fairly harmless, Warren. I'm going down. Our next top story The Sonic Society. Over to you, Brian. Thanks, Warren. People get congratulated all the time, but very rarely amongst a horde of zombies. We would like to congratulate Jack Ward and David Alt for the Sonic Society and their 10 years of podcasting on the internet. Ah, these zombies look awfully hungry. They're fine, honest. Okay, then. So, congratulations to your show. Here's to your 10 years and the next 10. Owen, are you sure? Relax. They're totally harmless. Ah! They're eating him, Warren. Uh, back, back to the newsroom. Uh. Oh, dear. 
There you have it, folks. Dyslexic zombies don't eat brains, but actually, Brian's. So if you're a Brian, quickly get your name changed. Also, a special shout-out to the Sonic Society for their great podcasts from the Drama Pod. Keep up the great work. I'm Warren Peace, and my hair is real. David? David? Last thing I remember, I was grabbing a few Zs while we were monitoring in Prenport Audio Space. An exciting new radio soap by Tom Williamson. What's that? That's it now. So, um, where are we going again? I told you, it's a surprise. Well, I don't like surprises. I'm sorry, what was that noise? I just hope you know where you're going. Do I look lost? It's all planned in Daddy's sat-nav. Has it ever occurred to you that we could just drive around a bit then head home? I very much doubt your daddy's going to stick around anyway. Well, for your information, Linda, he is. And don't you think it might look a bit odd if his car shows up after only a few hours when we're meant to be gone for a few days? You just don't think, do you? Guys, I think that's enough point scoring for now. Wouldn't you agree, Sam? Huh? What? Ha! Another one that doesn't pay any attention. You're just as pathetic as each other. Right, stop the car. Linda, I'm not taking any more crap from you. Fine with me. Bye then. (laughs) Ellie, what are you doing? You can't just leave her there. Why? She's got legs. She can walk. You really are impossible. Premport, a radio drama by Tom Williamson. Episode 4, Crash Night. Right, we're here. Where? Here, the perfect spot. All in all, a very successful trip. Are you kidding? You're missing one of your passengers. As I said, a successful trip. Linda made it very clear she no longer wanted to be in the car. Yeah, but you know what she's like. I do, and hence why I gave her some space. What? Five miles of space? How very considerate of you. 
Yeah, the walk will shut her up. You are unbelievable. I'm going to have to go and find her. And there you go again. What? Playing clean-up lady after yet another infamous Linda tantrum. She made a bed so she can lie in it. Speaking of which, let's get this camp set up. Josh, where are you? Sarah, are you okay? I could strangle that girl right now. Come on, we'll leave the happy campus for a while. So do you want to go and find Linda? Not really. As much as I hate to admit it, Ellie has a point. Maybe. But I think Linda has the right to be angry with me. With all that's been going on of late. I know, but it's her problem. It's not mine. And I just see myself being dragged into something that's got nothing to do with me. Other than she's your best friend. I know, and I want to help her. I want to support her. I really do. But Ellie's right, I'm not a clean-up lady. And if I drop everything and go running after her again, what does that prove? Well, it proves you can. Really? It's very hard to find qualities like that these days. You're one of the good ones, so people respect you for that. Huh. Yeah, like who? Well, me for starters. Okay. I'm feeling a bit weird now. Why? Because I complimented you. No. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Look, I'm here for yourself. That's all I'm saying. Have you got that tent up yet? Um. Don't you think you're being a bit harsh? Oh, for God's sake, not you as well. Well, don't you? No, I don't. What part of this don't people get? Linda shouts, I jumped. Right. If you say so. What's the matter? You don't still have feelings for her, do you? Eh? Because she's a loser and you don't want to go back there. Well... Exactly. I rest my case and once I get through this ruddy weekend... Everyone else should as well. You... Oh, God. Do you think it was funny? Linda? Because I'll show you funny, you cow. Hey, don't you swing at me. Girl, break it up. You should have kept walking, Linda. Hey, what's going on? Quick, help me keep them apart. Linda, come here. Come on. That's stuck up, little. Linda, cool it. That's really easy for you to say. Linda, please. She's just full of it. And taking a swing at her is going to help her. Look at her. She's loving every minute of this. I've had enough. I want to go home. But you've only just arrived. Yeah, no thanks to her. I hate you, Ellie. You hear me? Is Linda going to be all right? Yeah, she's calmed down a bit. Where is she? 
sitting by the car. I think it's best we keep her and Ellie apart for now. Oh, this is ridiculous. I know. I honestly thought the days of playground fights were behind us. We're college students, for God's sake. I know, but can you blame her? Well, no, not really. I'd have done the same. What? Hit a girl? Uh, let me rephrase that. No need. Ellie is such a pain. You're telling me. Are you going to be alright? Yeah, I guess so. But like Linda, I kind of want to go home. Right, that's the last tent ready. What are you two whispering about? Hmm? Oh, nothing. Hmm, right. Anyway, sleeping arrangements. Now, me and Josh will take that tent. You and Martin can have the middle one, and Linda can have the end. You're putting Linda on her own? Why? Problem? Well, yes, can't we? No, I think that's fine. What? Martin? Sorry, think about it. Linda's not the easiest of people to get along with right now. Plus, we can keep her and Ellie apart from each other. You're whispering again. Is there a problem? Um, no, that sounds fine. Oh, good. I kind of figured you two might be happier together. Did you now? Oh, yes, it's very clear to me. Right? Saying that, it's very clear to everyone. What is? You don't know. Know what? Oh, nothing. Just ask Linda. Ellie, I'm tired. I'm not playing games with you anymore. Good night. Martin, you coming? Yeah, there in a minute. Thanks a lot, Ellie. Hey, just trying to help. Trust me, you're not. Shut up, all right. I've had enough to deal with, as it is. Hey, guys. Isn't that one of the tents floating down the road? Where? Yeah, here it is. Ellie, we need to move. Yeah, there's water all around us now. What about this trip? 
fairly. This trip has been a disaster from the minute we set off. No, from the minute your ready father invited us. We're cold, we're wet, the camp is underwater, and I for one can't stand another second with you. So just sit on your ego for five minutes and shut the hell up and just drive. It's over and we want to go home. Fine, we're leaving, but no one say a word. Fine, that. should stop. And where am I going to do that? Ellie, maybe Josh is right. It's getting really bad in there. Yeah, this isn't safe. Will you all just stop whining for five minutes? If we stop, then we won't get back home. And then what do you propose? We just sit here all night? If that's what it takes. No chance. I really couldn't stand the company. Oh, don't worry. The feeling's mutual. Linda, what is your problem? You have been nothing but a first-class the whole trip. Ha! Excuse me! You're the one with your head perfectly stuck up your own. Linda! Yeah, just shut up, Linda. We're going the coast road and that's final. What? The coast road? Ellie, there's a massive storm out there. It's not safe. We'd never make it. Look, Miss Perfect, if I want your advice, I'll ask for it. We're in Daddy's 4x4. Four four. We'll be fine. Sarah, just let her do what she wants. We want to get home. Ellie, I'd see you Do you want to get back? You can't see where you're going. Ellie, please. Will everyone just shut up? Look out for that tree. It's fine. I missed it. Ellie, for God's sake, will you slow down? Stop telling me what to do. Ellie, watch that car! Look out! Premport, you heard Eloise Davis as Seven Parks, Sophie Anderson as Linda Jones, Nicola Jane Wells as Ellie Stone, Ross Gray as Martin Dorman, and Tom Williamson as Josh Roxbury. Theme music by Josh Woodward from the album Breadcrumbs, with additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Dano Songs. The assistant producer was Anna Fellows. The series was written and produced by Tom Williamson and is an Ident Broadcasting and Communications production. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This is not, this is not where I belong. So I wait for 
Now I know what a TV dinner feels like. Where did I get a cigarette lighter? I don't even smoke. Now what's happening? That sounds like Gypsy Audio's Fortuna. But that means we're instantly going back from new audio space into one of the more established parsecs of the Podiosphere, written and produced by A.J. Clarkson. Fortuna. How much further to the jump gate? Episode Ten one. light seconds. Buyer's mark. One hour, seventeen minutes at our present rate. It'll take the Delibes an hour to turn back and half a day back to the space dock. Gives us plenty of time to do our business and make the jump. Sounds like it. Hold course. Bridge to engine room. Casey, you down there? Helen, did you know underneath all my clothes I'm naked? Um, well, so am I, Casey. Really? Right there where Matt can see. God, you and your brother have a weird relationship. <sighs> You've no idea, Casey. We're ready to roll. Did you get the virus into the Delibes computer system? Yep. Did it when they were uploading their course plans at flight control. Just slipped it in, nice as you please. Of course, I wore a condom. Safety first. Right. Safety first. We're ready to go. Transmit the activation signal. Transmitting now. Good. Now we wait. Bridge out. Are you sure this is going to work? I'm not sure I'd trust anything Casey dreamed up. Kitty helped, so it's worth a shot. The Delibus is broadcasting a distress call. It worked, just like Casey and Kitty said it would. Put me on their frequency. What identity code are we broadcasting this time? The ICC Sophocles. Freely? Sophocles? Pretentious much? What can I say? I like his plays. This is the ICC Sophocles to the ICC Delebes. Captain Helen McKenzie here. We're reading your distress call. What seems to be the problem? Captain Duncan here. Our electricals went fluey. Fluey? Who is this guy? Who knows? We could probably find the problems ourselves, but it's going to take some time. You can go around us if you need to. And jump line for the gate? No thanks, I don't want flight control blackballing me. You sure you can't hurry this along? We're doing the best we can, Captain McKenzie. Unless you want to come over here and help. Hey, just because I don't have a column of cargo pods on my stern doesn't mean I'm not on a schedule too, buddy. Listen, honey, you got limited options here. Honey? <laughs> Ow! Quit hitting me! How? Then quit laughing, jerk. You can go around, you can come over here and help, or you can sit patiently and wait for us to straighten this out. I guess I have no choice then. We can have a shuttle there in ten minutes. I'll bring my engineer along. Can you send us a docking code? Give us a minute. Deli Bess out. Yes, it worked. I can't believe it. Bridge here. Kitty, Andy, you ready? Ready down here, Helen. Just waiting for the word. Load up. Time to party. Walk between the worlds, bravely down the candle road. The light will lead you deep into your Gypsy Audio presents Episode 1 of Fortuna, Buyer's Market, written and directed by A.J. Clark. May you raise your eyes and know with every step, we are not alone, we are come to the labyrinth 
Retro's firing. Shuttle docking with Delibes in one minute. I can see you on the scan. And you girls do try to be careful. We will. Keep your eyes open. Do you really need so many guns, Kitty? It's not all guns. I have my bad girls with me. Swords? Really? Isn't that overkill? But they're all shiny. And stabby. Lord, give me patience. Enough chat. Time to get your game faces on. Andy, get the door. Captain McKenzie? Permission to come aboard? Come aboard. Welcome to the Deli Bess. This is my husband, Stephen. He's my XO. That's our son, Robert, who's chief engineer. His wife, Georgia. She's our cook. Mike and Bella are down in the engine room trying to figure this mess out. We're really glad you came to help us. This is your crew, I presume. Some of them. Ladies? Hi, I'm Kitty. This is Helen and Andy. And we're going to be your bloodthirsty pirates for the day. Not bloodthirsty. What? We're not bloodthirsty. Why not? Hi, I'm Kitty, and I'm going to be your polite and considerate pirate for the day. Just doesn't have the same ring to it. Humor me. Fine. Listen up, policy change. We're no longer bloodthirsty pirates. We're enlightened pirates who are concerned about the environment and the rights of our fellow man. In the interest of not inflicting too much stress on you, the designated victims, we ask that you please keep your hands and feet inside the ride at all times, do what you're told, give us everything we ask for, and I won't be forced to shoot you face off. Kitty, you're spending too much time around Casey. Wait, is she serious? Almost never, but she is correct. This is a robbery. Technically, it's an act of piracy. Whatever. What we want is... Well, how many cargo pods do you have on your load column? You can't be serious. Whoa! Whoa! What the hell? Everyone get down! Next time I won't aim for the floor. Is that serious enough for you? Now how about that load column? Don't tell them anything. Damn it. 26. We have 26 cargo pods. 26? That's a good column. Give us the last 10. No! You have very few options. You can give us the last ten pods on the column, and we go away happy girls. You go on your merry way, and everybody gets a payday. Your payoff won't be as much as you'd hoped for, but still profitable. Or, we call our ship, they fire up the railgun, and start lobbing big rocks at you. You lose your entire column, and maybe your ship too. We lose our ill-gotten gain, and everybody goes away unhappy. Or dead. Or dead. Pick one. No! Ah! 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 Steven! Ah, ha, ha, ah, ah. Everybody get back. Just be calm and everything's going to be fine. See? We told you to cooperate. You shot him! Only in the leg. I'm okay. See? He'll be fine. Hush, Kitty. Captain Duncan, haven't we had enough excitement for one day? Tell your engineers to cut the pods free from the column and we're out of here. You shot him! Yeah, I noticed. Captain... Hey, you. What's your name? Robin. It's Robert. Call down to your engine room. Have your guys cut those pods loose. Do it. Andy, check on him. Make sure he's not going to bleed to death while they're trying to get back to the space dock. You got it, boss. You, hold still, Cookie. Ow! Ow! Don't be such a baby. Hold still and it won't hurt so much. Stop! Hold still or I'll shoot you in the other leg. What? Are you nuts? Leave him alone. Relax, Captain. She's a doctor. Certified in everything. A certified surgeon. 
shipping out with pirates. Color me skeptical. What can I say? I'm a poor judge of character. Oh, you're gonna live. No major arteries hit, though your quadriceps femoris is going to give you some trouble for a while now. I see a cane in your immediate future. Let me get a bandage on it. Done and done, Helen. Great. Mac, you watching? I see it. Ten pods, free floating. Swing by and pick them up. We're on our way back. We'll catch you up. You got it, sis. Fortuna out. Fortuna? I thought your ship was the Sophocles. We have self-identity issues. Andy, you're about done. I'm done, Helen. He'll live. Then come on. Folks, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Mac, we're all aboard. You get the cargo pods? Lockdown and good seals. Everything go okay? Kitty got gun-happy, but everybody survived. Kitty, gun-happy? Color me surprised. No kidding. What does our hall look like? Manifest is loading onto the computer any sec. Yeah, I'm reading them. Pharmaceuticals, high-end plastics, and farm equipment. Wow. We've got some luxury items aboard those cargo pods. A couple of landscapes and, ooh, a disassembled hollow suite with a couple of Zeta bytes worth of programs. Can we keep that for ourselves? No. Please? Just this once? No. Jesus, Helen. What? I should let you have the galaxy's most expensive toy so you can spend the rest of your natural life in a virtual brothel. No, Mac, I have enough trouble keeping you out of the real ones. Get your mind out of the gutter. And every other part of you. Ew, I don't even want to think about that. Prude. Manhole, just set our course and get us back through that jump gate before the Delibes can limp back to the spaceport. I'm going to get cleaned up. Give me a shout when you're ready to jump to hyperspace. You got it. Bridge out. Another day in a life of crime. Guys, we've been cooped up together in the Fortuna for two weeks. 14 days of hyperspace, processed soy protein instead of real food, recycled air, recycled water, recycled personality flaws. Hey, I'm not flawed. I just have a secret identity. I don't know who it is exactly, but when I do, I'm sure it will thrill and amaze us all. It's not too late for that lobotomy, Casey. It won't hurt a bit. Local anesthetic, 20 minutes on the table and... You'll be a new man. I'm already a new man. Hello, secret identity. I think I'll call me George. Or maybe Luther. My point is, we're finally in port. Finally, a chance to get some fresh air. Well, for a given amount of fresh. Stretch our legs and get away from each other for a while. And? And with all that freedom, why are you following me? Why don't you guys go find some mischief to get into? Let me get a drink in peace. There's only one decent place to drink in all of Valkyrieport, and that's Trinity Bar. Besides, I promised Sharon I would meet her when I got into port. Kathy, not Sharon. Sharon was on the X2827 mining facility. Kathy? Right, Kathy! That's who I meant. I just want to drink. So we're not actually following you. It's not stalking, it's coincidence. Tell that to your therapist, Dr. Cranky Drawers. I'm following Helen. 
She's meeting the spider lady to sell our haul, and I'm not missing that for three worlds. What about you, Casey? Why are you following me? Stalking or coincidence? George. Definitely George. You think I'll speak English? I hope so. It would be so hard to find a translator with a war on. That reminds me, which side is Nibelung Colony on this time? Confederation or Imperial Union? They've changed hands the last three times we were here. News reports still say Terran Imperial Union. Which would explain the Union cruisers lurking in orbit when we came into port. Terrific. Kitty, you're still under detention warrant with the Imperial Union. Could you do me a favour and stay out of reach of any troopers while we're here? I can't afford to bail you out. Again. That goes for you too, Casey. George. Don't worry, Captain. I'll keep an eye on Kitty. And she'll be as good as a Sunday school teacher. You can look after Casey. George! Come on, George. We're here. You can buy me a drink, and I'll introduce you to Valessa. She's just your type. Looney. Ooh. You think she knows any translators? Welcome to Trinity Nightclub. No hookers, no brawling, no drugs, no outside alcohol, no outside food. Check your weapons at the door. Long live the Empress. Enjoy your stay. Hey, it's Mac. Hey. <laughs> yes. I love Planet Come on, Casey. George. Right. Come on, George. Nirvana awaits. Order me a beer, ladies. I'm on my way. Yes. Nirvana awaits. I really don't get that. What? How long has your brother been on crutches? Or on that rolling pilot tier thingy he has rigged up on the bridge? His entire life. A brain injury when he was first born. Little's disease. It's pretty common in some places. They've got primitive neonatal care on some of the outer colonies. See, I don't get that. His legs look like... I mean, he's deformed. No offense. So, why are all the girls falling all over him every time we hit landfall? Seems like the crutches had put him off. Not to hear him tell it, he says it's a selling point. Apparently there are women who really get off on that helpless hero routine. I don't get it myself, but he never misses when we hit port, so I guess he must be right. I'm a lot less curious about Mac's love life than I am about why you and he have different accents. Different boarding schools. Mac went to school on Porthos Three. They all sound like him there. I went to the Beaumont Military Academy on Imperium Prime. You think the accent has anything to do with his luck with women? I mean, I like a bit of rough from time to time myself, but... Ponder the mysteries of bimbo logic later, Kitty. Booze. Now. Right behind you, Andy. Helen, spider lady's at her usual table. Andy and I will be over here at the bar. You're not coming with? Nah, I want a good vantage point for the inevitable cat fight. Kitty! I'm coming! Have fun, boss. Get us a good price. That's close enough. Wow, you're tall. And ugly. Very ugly. Hey, Arachne, want to move your bodyguard? He's got bad breath. I don't want to talk to you, Helen. You're bad news right now. I beg your pardon. <coughs> Step aside, gorilla. Stay right where you are, Reggie. I meant what I said, Helen. I don't want to be seen talking to you. I run a quiet, respectable business here. You'll damage my reputation. You're a fence, Arachne. You buy and sell stolen goods. Oh, you say that like it's not a respectable, time-honored profession. What were you thinking? What? What are you talking about? The Delibus. 
You were the one who hit him, right? Yeah. Why did you kill them? Not your style. It was that pint-sized sociopath you have on your ship. Kitty. Hey, I get it. She's part of your crew. Loyalty, esprit de corps, all that touchy-feely crap you take. Oh, too seriously. But you need to cut her loose. One night she's going to cut your throat in your sleep. Wait, what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about the entire crew of the Delibus being murdered. I can almost understand the stabbings and shootings, but you spaced them too? Jesus, Helen, what were you thinking? What? I didn't... we didn't... It's been on all the nudes feeds in the sector. The ship was found about a day inside the jump gate. The bodies were floating in space by one of the airlocks. You pushed them out an airlock while they were still alive, still breathing? One of those girls was pregnant. I swear to God, Arachne, when we left them, they were all alive and kicking. Okay, Kitty shot one guy, but it was only in the leg. Andy patched him up, and they were hobbling back to the space dock. I swear, we didn't kill anybody. The news says it's you. There's a detention warrant issued on the Fortuna and all its crew. What about the onboard logs? The news says there was no records surviving. Some sort of virus in the Delibus's computer system. Casey, I'm going to kill you. Then how have they decided it was us? Without the onboard logs, there is no record of who did the killing. And nobody sets up surveillance bots inside hyperspace gates. But you were the ones who robbed them. Yes, yes, yes. We were still in Morales 3 space, outside the jump gate. We stopped them, conned our way on board, took their cargo, not even all of it, and left. Everybody was alive, and they headed back to the spaceport to clear the virus from their systems. You have to believe me, Arachne. You know how I work, how we've always worked. No killing except in self-defense, no hits inside hyperspace. It's just too damned dangerous. Hmm. Well didn't sound like you when I first heard it. We were broadcasting a false ID signal. Morales Port thought we were the Sophocles of whatever stupid name Mac dreamed up this time. How would anybody have gotten our proper name unless the crew of the Delabes named us themselves? And they had to be alive to name us. Tracer technology doesn't work at interstellar distances, so there's no way to have followed us by the cargo. It's crazy. Come on, you have to believe me. Oh, I don't have to do anything, Helen McKenzie. This is my establishment. You're just a guest here. But, okay, some of what you're saying makes a certain kind of sense. It makes all kinds of sense around. Would you get out of my way, Neat Mountain? Nope. Let her through, Reggie. Go on, entertain yourself for a few minutes. Bite somebody's nose off. It always puts you in a good mood. Yeah, Meat Mountain, what she said. I'll be right over here, watching you. You do that very thing, there's a good manimal. Bye-bye now. Come, sit down. Okay, assuming I believe what you're saying, and I'm not entirely convinced, mind you, then the question is, why? God, I don't know. They were nice people. A little inexperienced at dealing with pirates, but that's not really something you can train for. What was in the cargo? The usual stuff. Antibiotics, farm supplies. Uh, wait, there was a hollow suite with programs. Would that be enough to kill for? What sort of programs? Um, swashbuckling fantasies, historical romance program, electro-brothels, stuff like that. Nothing unusual, according to the manifest. Maybe the manifest was wrong. Have you checked the cargo yourself? No. Maybe you ought to. <sighs> Look, 
Union soldiers, that's my cue. You need to bug out, Helen. I don't need to be arrested as your accomplice. Prison time is bad for business. I understand. Thanks, Arachne. Oh, don't thank me. We never had this conversation. And if you manage to get out of this mess with your head still attached, come find me. I can give you a good price on the cargo. Particularly that hollow suite. You got it. Later. Is it exciting piloting a blockade runner? I thought we were pirates. Same difference. Exciting? Yeah, it can be. Dodging patrols, outrunning Union cruisers, dodging mass driver payloads. Yeah, it can get your blood racing. (laughs) (laughs) You know the hardest part, though? The isolation. All alone. Out there in the black. No beautiful women to talk to. What about Helen? She's my sister. As I was saying, the isolation. What about Kitty? <sighs> what about her? She's not your sister, and she is a girl, right? I mean, I haven't done a physical exam, but she has all the signs of being a girl. High voice, she wears dresses, her hips move in that really sexy, girly way when she walks away from... Casey! She even has boobs. But now I think about it, I do remember seeing a few guys with boobs. Man boobs. Hmm. Do I have man boobs? I should look... Stop. It's not the same thing, Casey. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. And then there's Andy. I know she's a girl. This one time, I saw her getting out of the shower, and all she had on was... Casey! You are not helping. As I was saying... (laughs) Your friend is cute, Mac. And funny. What's his name? Casey. Uh, George, sorry. George? George what? George, George, George Romando Pacifico Benedicto Amadeo Maria Coyote. Too much? Just a little bit. Well, Don Quixote, why don't you buy me a drink, honey, and tell me all about tilting at windmills. Oh, bella dama, vamos un poco de vino. Great. He's a loony, so naturally he gets the literate bimbo. Now, where were we? Oh yes, loneliness. It's a lonely life. But I'm sure you beautiful ladies have a cure for that. (laughs) (laughs) What are the chances a hero like yourself could buy a girl a drink? I think I might be able to manage that. Hi, I'm Mac. I'm Candace. And you can call me Candy. Aren't you just... Let me guess. Your last name is Keynes. <laughs> what gave it away? Well, you definitely look edible in that dress. Bartender, over here. What are you drinking, Candice Keynes? Whatever you're having. <laughs> Bartender, two whiskeys. Neat. I don't think I've ever met a pirate before. It's so exciting. We're not pirates. Piracy's illegal. We're independent businessmen. (laughs) Sure. Then I've never met somebody in your independent business before. Fair enough. Although if you hang around in spaceport bars, you're bound to meet some more sooner or later. They won't be nearly as handsome as I am. Oh, of course, there's worse types. 
Union soldiers. Great. Crap. But I'm not interested in other businessmen. I'm interested in the pilot of the Fortuna. That would be me. Wait, what? <sighs> Look, I don't have time to be coy. Those Union stormtroopers that just came in, they're probably looking for me. That freighter you hit two weeks ago, the Delimes, killed the crew, took the cargo. What? No, we didn't. I mean, yes, we hit the Delibus, but we didn't kill any- I don't care. The Imperial Union wants the cargo. So do we. Just give me- And who is we, exactly? The Confederation. What? No, wait. What part of independent businessman do you not understand? Independent. We have no interest in this civil war of yours. We want to be left alone to do our thing. You don't have that luxury anymore. You're in it. Now, let's you and me go back to your ship. I'll collect the cargo and be out of here with those Union goons. None the wiser. Talk to my sister. You two can negotiate a good press and you can have any damn thing you want. Until then, you can take your cloak and dagger crap and stuff it. A gun? Oh man. Yes, a gun. I'm afraid you don't have a choice. I don't understand. The cargo is just pharmaceuticals and farm equipment. Nothing the Imperial Union or the Confederation would be interested in. Unless you're interested in virtual brothels. No, we're not interested in holographic brothels, but there is... Hey, Mac. Me and... What's your name again? <laughs> My name is Sally. Right. Sally is coming back to the Fortuna with me. I'm going to show her the engine room, and she's going to show me something more fun than masturbation. I think it's a bluff, but you can never tell. Maybe she'll let me touch her boo. <gasps> Mac, why did your girlfriend have a gun pointed at you? It's hard to be sure, but I think she's trying to kidnap me. Is that more fun than masturbation? So far, I have to say no. Maybe you're doing it wrong. Skip the crazy act, Skinny. Oh, how I wish he was acting. Just shut up! Don't make me shoot you! Is this some sort of foreplay? Because you're not doing it right. Here, give me that. <laughs> hey, give it back! Now, if you held the gun like this and said, Hey, big boy, why don't you... Shut up and give me back my pistol. Do you always have this much problem with a little constructive criticism? <gasps> you hit her. You hit your girlfriend. I know. Come on. We gotta get Helen and the girls right now. We got trouble. Guns. Hitting girls. You play a lot rougher than I thought, Mac. I'm not into that rough stuff. Come on. Wow, Mac found his score for the night. Look at the bimbo he's talking to. And Casey, he's drowning in an ocean of girls. We see Mac and Casey every day, Andy. Surely you can find something more entertaining to watch during landfall. Somebody different at the very least. What are you talking about? You're watching Helen. Uh-uh-uh, not the same thing. I'm not watching her for her intrinsic Helenness. I'm watching her because she and Spider-Lady get along like fire and water. Eventually, the two of them are going to get medieval on each other, and I want to be there to see it happen. To help Helen. How noble. Nah, I just want to see it. Fifty marks says Helen drives Arachne into the ground like an anchor and spike. No bet. Arachne doesn't go for face-to-face -face battles. It's when you turn your back that you have to worry about her. Hmm. Are you watching those Union troopers? How can I watch them or watch Helen, too? Point. They're looking for somebody. If I were paranoid, I'd wonder if they were looking for us. 
Not that I'm paranoid. Go ahead and be paranoid. Saves time. <sighs> this is ridiculous. Seven years this war has been going on. Make peace already. What are they fighting for, anyway? You're joking, right? Do I strike you as the type of person who reads the news on a regular basis? Point. But surely you've at least seen some of the propaganda vids. Nah. Unless it's got sexy men with their shirts off, I'd rather spend my time sharpening something. Kitty, sometimes I'm astonished that you even have opposable thumbs. Skip the flattery and tell me the story. Well, you do remember the Imperial Union. Earth. Galactic Empire. We were all born there. Remember that? Actually, I was born here in the Badlands. Serenity Colony, on Temple 4. Temple? Seriously. You were one of those religious nuts? Hey, I was not one of those religious nuts, as you call it. Just my parents. And my grandparents. And all my brothers. And everybody I knew. But not me. Well, that explains a lot. I heard they don't even use technology on some of those colonies. Eh. Anyway, you were saying... Let's see. There are 25 planetary systems in the Imperial Union, with New Earth at the center. Though, come to think of it, I've never met anybody who's ever been to New Earth. About ten years ago, the planets of the Confederation decided they were tired of the Empress and the Union, and they wanted to go their own way. And the Union said they could not go. So they've been shooting at each other ever since. Stupid. Hey, why would they be here in the Badlands? I don't know. I'm not a general. I just know that the planets of this sector weren't aligned with either the Imperial Union or the Confederation, and both sides seem to think it's time that we take a side. It doesn't make sense to me, frankly. We're not rich planets out here, and we're not well-armed. We're just a bunch of colonies and space habitats out in the middle of nowhere, scratching by. Probably has to do with the jump gates, strategic purposes or something. Or something. Uh-oh. Don't look now, but I think the Union troopers have noticed us. Great. The fun police. Are you Virginia Snyder? Who? Virginia Catherine Snyder, nay, Hensley, a.k.a. Kitty Snyder, a.k.a. The Cutter, a.k.a. Virginia. Really? Shut up. You know, the rest of us make do with one. Why do you have two last names? Shut up! Currently registered with the Employment Bureau on Morales Three as a... hairdresser? Hairdresser? Ha! <laughs> You're kidding. Don't make me cut you. Oh, no, and after the cut, you'll blow-dry me. I'm so scared. For the last time, are you Virginia Schneider? No. Really? Because you look like the photos on the detention notice. And all that shiny black armor makes you look like a dung beetle with a really good wax job. Kitty, cool it. <sighs> Virginia Schneider, I have a warrant for your detention in the name of the Empress. Really? On what charges? Not my problem. Come on, Mrs. Schneider. We're going to escort you back to the port, and then... The port? Don't you mean the detention center? Miss, please step back. This doesn't concern you. I think it does concern me. Miss, please step back. Back off, Andy. It's no big deal. Helen can bail me out. We can take them. There are three troopers and only two of us, and they have guns. Kitty, heads up. Nice tackle, Mac. Just evening the odds. We didn't need rescue in Mac. It wasn't a rescue, he tripped. I so did not. You totally tripped. I was right behind... Never mind. Girls, we've got to get out of here. We're in serious trouble. Worse than aggravated assault on three Union troopers? Mac, who'd you get pregnant? Get serious. Where's Helen? I'm right behind you. And Casey's right. You tripped. Shut up. We've got trouble. Oh, I know. Come on. We need to get back to the Fortuna. 
Andy, dog the airlocks. I don't want any unscheduled visitors before we can get off this stupid planet. Mac, Bridge, I want to dust off and be clear of Atmo ten minutes ago. You got it. Casey, engine room. I need full power. On my way. And the name is George. Kitty, did anybody follow us back to the ship? Who are you afraid of? We left those troopers in the sawdust back at the Trinity. And how about the other Kajillion Union bruisers skulking around? How about worse than that? You heard what Max said. A Confederation agent tried to kidnap him. You're not in Trinity 15 minutes before a Union patrol sought you out? Not just randomly stumbled across you, but actually sought you out. You're being paranoid. Aren't you the one who says when everybody's out to get you, paranoid's just good thinking? I think I'm on Helen's side. That bar was full of space scum, so why did they pick you? And then there was that bit about wanting you to go back to their ship, not the detention center. That was weird. You didn't tell me that part. Well, I just told you. Helen, where are you? Hey, Mac, why don't I hear the engines winding up? Yeah, about that. Report won't give us clearance to dust off. They've locked out our port sequence computers. We're stuck. What? Why? Do you know what? They didn't say. Great. Can you guys override it? Casey and I are working on that right now. I'll let you know when we have anything. Mac out. Better and better. What was it you were saying about being paranoid? Arachne said we don't know what we stole. I'm beginning to think it's something big enough to get the attention of both the Union and the Confederation. Like what? Maybe we ought to go find out. Tonight's episode of Fortuna, Buyer's Market, was written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Featured in the cast were Sarah as Helen McKenzie, Alex Gilmore as Mac McKenzie, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Andy, A.J. Clarkson as Kitty, David McIver as Casey, Sable Jack as Arachne, Billy Flynn as Duncan, Tanya Milovic as Candice, David Collins Rivera as Stephen, Andrew Hackley as Robert, Roger Kint as Major Collins, Kristen Siemens as Sally, Bill Howick as the Bouncer, Girls in the Bar were played by Faith Lyons, Sarah Swinford, Lauren Craycroft, Kristen Siemens, Union Trooper, Victor Rios, Peter Malayan as Perry, Kin Janopoulos as Tackett. Fortuna Buyer's Market was produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod at InBecompetech.com. Theme music, Come to the Labyrinth, was written and performed by S.J. Tucker and was used with her permission. Sound effects were provided by freesound.org. Fortuna and Buyer's Market are protected under a Creative Commons License 2013. Our executive producer is gypsyaudio.org. This is James Lee. Thank you for listening. May you raise your eyes and know with every step. We are not alone, we are come to the labyrinth tonight, walking one by one, in the dark of sour, a little burning bright, and the candles waving down.
Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. How long does this vent shaft go anyway? Great. I had to say venting shaft. Whatever the heck the tortoise is about to vent is about to come straight through me. There's... There's an access hatch. I wish I had one of David's sonic screwdrivers. Oh boy. Oh boy, just in time to get barbecued. Sonic Society Season 10 is written and produced by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music provided by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society through Creative Commons licensing. The Sonic Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, my name is Charlie Chandler, and I'm the chair of our local charity charter chapter. For the past two decades, our organization has hosted a special charity dinner consisting of chicken chimichangas. These charity charter chapter chicken chimichanga chow downs have brought quite a bit of change to deserving charities. But this year, we're in an unfortunate situation. Because of cutbacks, our charity charter chapter cannot afford to purchase chicken chimichangas for our annual chow down. Therefore, we've decided to hold a special Save Our Charity Charter Chapter Chicken Chimichanga Chow Down Chicken Chimichanga Chow Down, where all the proceeds will purchase chicken chimichangas for the next charity chicken chimichanga chow down. So please come to the Save Our Charity Charter Chapter Chicken Chimichanga Chow Down Chicken Chimichanga Chow Down and chow down on some chicken chimichangas so your change lets us purchase more chicken chimichangas for future charity charter chapter chicken chimichanga chow downs. I'm Charlie Chandler, chair of the Charity Charter Chapter. Ciao.